This is the Professional Hypnotherapist Podcast, session number 001. Helen Ryle and what you should expect when you consult with a professional hypnotherapist and much more. Welcome to the Professional Hypnotherapist Podcast, a production of the European Association of Professional Hypnotherapists. That's E-A-P-H dot I-E. Welcome to you to the inaugural episode of the Professional Hypnotherapist Podcast. I'm your host, Aidan Noon. Before we get started, just let me tell you something about the European Association of Professional Hypnotherapists. All our members are passionate about you and about what you want to achieve, and this podcast is equally passionate about providing you with the best valuable content to help you in making the best informed decisions and choices for you. Why not take a look at our website, eaph.ie, and make that choice now. Also, please remember to subscribe to this podcast where you listen to your podcasts. We welcome feedback from you. Please share your comments with us. Thank you. Helen Ryle, welcome to the Professional Hypnotherapist Podcast, and thank you for agreeing to be its first guest. Thanks, Aidan. Uh, it's great to be here, and thank you for inviting me. Um, and also to you for setting up the, the podcast. This is, as you say, the inaugural episode. Um, so I hope that going forward, you know, it'll be a, a useful resource for listeners and that people will learn things about hypnotherapy that will be useful to them. Okay, great. Thank you so much, Helen. So let's start off by just, by just, just telling us something about you, Helen, that not many people know. Um, well, I suppose before I qualified as a, as a hypnotherapist, I had quite a, a varied working career. I was actually a tax officer originally, working for the revenue. Um, and then uh, I struck out and uh, we had a bakery wholesaling business and I was driving a van around Kerry delivering bread to grocery shops for a few years. Uh, and then after that, we opened a, a shop, a retail shop in Tralee, and that's our family business. And we've been open since 1986. So I've been working there since. So I suppose you could say that I came to hypnotherapy rather late. Um, I actually qualified just after my 50th birthday, which was actually 17 years ago now. So I've been working as a hypnotherapist for quite some time and thoroughly Excellent. enjoying it. And without uh, tr the truth be known that you're ac actually quite a very busy hypnotherapist in Kerry. Yes, yes. Um, I'm as busy as I would like to be. I think hypnotherapy is, uh, you know, the, the understanding and the knowledge of hypnotherapy has increased mm -hmm. lately. And certainly with perhaps COVID, uh, a lot of people are experiencing and anxiety and various issues that they wouldn't really have done before. So uh, any mental health therapy, I think, is very much needed at the moment. So what sparked off your interest in hypnosis and hypnotherapy in particular? Um, well, I suppose like many therapists that I've talked to since, I'd been to a hypnotherapist myself to sort out my own emotional issues, um, you know, and the results were good. In fact, they were so good that I really felt drawn to helping other people in the same sort of way. Um, I would have had a lot of childhood emotional baggage underpinning the anxiety that I was feeling at that time when I went to the hypnotherapist. 
And really, you know, the hypnotherapy was able to release both the underlying causes going back into the past and also to teach me to become more resilient, Um, you know, resilient in the face of everyday stresses, which we all face as we go through life, unfortunately. So that really was my uh, reason for getting into hypnotherapy um, and, you know, taking the equipment, become properly qualified in it then. And I'm, I love it. I, I love working with clients. And you mentioned that you love it. And I, I firmly believe that, um, you know, when you love something that you do, you're going to be really good at it. Yes. Well, you, you've got mm. an interest in it and, you know, you really enjoy the clients. You want to do your best for them. And to be honest, I find that every time I work with a client, I learn something new. I learn something new about how human beings work, you know, how the mind works, how the brain works. And I do really get great satisfaction from helping people to solve their problems, you know, and, and to make the positive changes mm -hmm. that they Excellent. want. Uh, previously, Helen, you mentioned about uh, COVID and post-COVID and the, 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 the fallout as a result of COVID. What, what's mm. your experience in terms of the, the volume of clients or what, what, are, what specifically are client, clients presenting with? Well, anxiety is always at the top of the list, all forms of anxieties and fears and phobias. But I suppose, uh, particularly in terms of referencing COVID, a lot of people would be thinking about going back into normal life, back into the office after being in lockdown. Or maybe, you know, they've been worried about their health because maybe they have an underlying condition and they didn't want to go out. And really, you know, when we're in lockdown and not getting as much social contact as we normally would, it's very easy for things to build up in the mind and, you know, the mind just to go into overdrive and just focus on worries and focus on negativities. Um, and, you know, then it becomes almost endemic in, in people's minds that they just are anxious about so many things. Um, the other thing then also is to do with the vaccinations right now. I think that a lot of people have uh, a needle phobia and so they would maybe like to get a vaccination and they feel unable to because they're too anxious about it. And that's certainly an area uh, where hypnotherapy is excellent uh, for working with mm. phobias and helping people to, to get rid of those. So I think that hypnotherapy in general is very much needed and is going to be very useful as we progressively come out of the, the, the pandemic times. Now, Helen, specifically, let's say specifically, if, if somebody was to contact you and they arranged an appointment, what should mm -hmm. they expect when they walk into your office or whether you're doing work online or whatever? What, what, what is hypnosis and you know, are you talking about clucking like a chicken or what, you know? <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> There's no clucking involved. Um, well, first of all, usually the first um, meeting with a client is an introductory consultation. The I certainly do this, and I know the majority of our members in the EAPH do. We would offer the client just to come in and have a chat there's no fee for it. There's no obligation. It would last about 20 minutes or so. And it's, a, it's a, just an opportunity for the prospective client to have a chat about their problem, to explain what's been going on for them, and for us to explain um, you know, more in detail about what hypnosis and hypnotherapy are, what they involve. Um, and really that 
all this type of therapy is a cooperation between the client and the therapist. Um, you know, nobody can be made to do anything uh, that they don't want to do. It really is a cooperation. We guide the client into a nice, comfortable, focused state of hypnosis. And that's a state where our subconscious minds are open to positive suggestions for change. And also we're able more to help clients to go back perhaps into the past if needs be and uncover the underlying causes for problems like fears or anxiety or maybe anger or sadness or guilt, you know, whatever might be coloring their current experience of life that they, that they want to release. And in your experience, Helen, um, how important is it to go back, as you mentioned, to back? It, it depends, uh, Aidan, uh, it depends. You know, there are two, really, I suppose you could say there are two forms of hypnotherapy, even though the two are used interchangeably. So one would be suggestion therapy and the other one would be analytical therapy. And analytical therapy is where we would be going back to the, into the past, really looking for the root causes. Um, and often when we get back to the root cause, the first time uh, that something happened that caused the client to feel a certain fear or think in a certain way, uh, and this sort of locked itself into the mind at that time, and these feelings and these thoughts have persisted up maybe through into adult life with the client. So, you know, those are the times when that sort of analytical regression therapy is very helpful. But at other times, um, suggestion therapy, which is, I suppose, a lighter form of therapy where we're simply helping clients to make a list of positive changes they want to make uh, and helping them to visualize in that comfortable state of hypnosis making those changes, how they're going to make them, what they're going to feel when they've made them, and, you know, how good it's going to be. So it's very, very helpful for habit-based um, issues like stopping smoking or uh, losing weight or biting nails. Um, but most therapists would be able to advise the client uh, when they have their introductory consultation, roughly how many sessions they might need and the types of therapies that might be helpful mm -hmm. for them. And should should I, as a client, uh, Helen, should I be afraid of hypnosis? Oh, gosh, no, absolutely not. I mean, you know, people have heard and seen um, stage hypnosis and, you know, hypnosis portrayed as mind control on TV shows and things. But it really is a cooperative process between the client and the therapist. And, um, you know, hypnosis is, is relaxing. Um, the therapist will suggest positive changes to the client in hypnosis, but those those suggestions can only be accepted if the client agrees mm -hmm. with them. So, you know, things that are for our positive good that have already been agreed ahead of time um, with the client. So, no, it, it really isn't possible to, um, you know, put somebody under mind control, no matter what you see on the TV. So there's a, an, an active participation. There's a willingness to cooperate. Absolutely. Exactly. That's the thing. It's a cooperative process. Yes. The, the client has to agree that they're ready and happy to go into hypnosis, to go into that comfortable, relaxed state. It's like um, daydreaming, really. You feel relaxed in your body, but focused in your mind. 
and the sort of everyday busyness of the mind tends to slow down and fall away so that we can focus better on the positive changes we want to make um, and imagine how it's going to feel when we make them. And then that's a really good, it's a draw, you know, it's a draw for the mind to be drawn towards those feelings and making those changes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So why should anyone listening, Helen, uh, consider hypnotherapy as opposed to other forms of therapy? Um, well, hypnotherapy is, is, it's a short term therapy. Um, uh, some other forms of talking therapies, you know, you, you could be in working with the client, with the therapist for months. Um, in general, hypnotherapists work with clients who between, we'll say two and eight or 10 sessions, um, because it's, it's solution focused therapy. Um, it's generally, as I say, short term. It's client centered because we, um, you know, we don't have an agenda about what we think the client should be doing or how they should be doing it. Um, the client will make their positive changes. You know, they will discuss with us. We will help them make a list of positive changes they want to make. And then we will guide the client uh, who really has all this information inside them. You know, clients know best how to change so we are helping them on their journey, really, towards positive change. Um, having experienced hypnotherapy myself, it's it's a very positive and very freeing um, experience. You know, you feel better, you feel calmer, you feel more enthusiastic, maybe more optimistic, more outgoing, and really more. You get more enjoyment out of life when you've released those things that have been holding you back. So there's a, there's a sense of being freed. Uh -huh. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Okay. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of people feel stuck in life, or they feel an inner conflict. You know, I want to lose weight, but there are reasons why I might not want to, you know, um, other people might be jealous of it, or I might be criticized or whatever. But there's often an inner conflict for people around the, th the, th the change that they want to make. So again, hypnotherapy can help us to release that inner conflict. And then we get the energy to really make the positive changes that we want to make. Whereas when we're kind of feeling stuck and we've got that inner conflict, we haven't got the energy. Yes. You know, we haven't got the wherewithal and the motivation and the perseverance maybe that, that's needed to make those positive mm -hmm. changes. Excellent. Now, Helen, you're the chairperson of the European Association of Professional Hypnotherapists. Tell us about mm -hmm. the EAPH. Well, um, the EAPH has actually been in existence since about 1996. Uh, we were originally allied to the Institute of Clinical Hypnotherapy and Psychotherapy, uh, which is the oldest school of hypnotherapy in Ireland. And we, over the last few years, we've sort of broadened our remit, if you like, to um, include people in Europe as well. So hence the name change. And we very much focus on being an association of um, committed ethical hypnotherapists. Uh, some of our members are also counsellors and psychotherapists and have different qualifications. But primarily, um, everybody in our association is, uh, you know, a fully qualified and insured um, therapist 
who follow agrees to follow the best practices really of the profession, such as you know guaranteeing clients' confidentiality, um, being in regular supervision for their own mental health, um, attending the CPD courses, the continuous professional development courses to upgrade their skills. So really, you know, if people are interested in hypnotherapy, um, our website holds the directory of uh, publicly listed members. And um, that would be the place to start, really, for people would be to have a look through our website directory and all the names and um, websites are there for people all around the country. Uh, I think we cover all all parts of Ireland at this stage. And just to give them a ring, just to reach out with a, an email or a ring and to arrange an introductory uh, an introductory consultation. Um, that would certainly be, the you know, the first place to start. But as I say, having gone through hypnotherapy myself and found the benefits, um, I know that it really can help people. And as I say, the EAPH, we strive to be, um, you know, the best we can in our profession as professional hypnotherapists and to really adhere to those good standards um, of ethics and care. Well, you've answered my other question, my next question, because I was going to ask, you know, what's, why should, what's the difference between, you know, EAPH therapists and non-EAPH hypnotherapists? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, you know, people can say that they're qualified as anything. And people have often been to, we'll say, a course that was two weekends online, and they will call themselves a hypnotherapist. They have some little piece of paper, you know, from some spurious online yeah. school, perhaps. But when you choose or, you know, when clients are looking for a hypnotherapist, they want to be sure that they're in safe hands uh, and competent hands. And, you know, that's absolutely assured by choosing a therapist from the EAPH because we do make sure that all our therapists are qualified, um, you know, and properly insured and, in, you know, as I say, guarantee clients' confidentiality. Um, so really that that's definitely the best the best way to go is to make sure that you're your therapist is properly qualified and certainly all everybody in the EAPH is properly qualified. Excellent. Now, I'm, my mind has gone blank, but anyway, <laughs> because I've, I'm trying to assimilate all that wonderful information. Um, I think, Helen, maybe just tell the, the listeners, how does anyone contact you personally as a therapist? What's your details? Um, my own uh, website is uh, hypnotherapyireland.net. Okay. And at the moment, I'm only working online. I, I was seeing okay. clients in person all along. And then with COVID, of course, we weren't able to uh -huh. see clients in the office. And I started uh, working online and I found I really enjoyed it. And also the clients uh, enjoy it. You know, sometimes clients are a little bit reticent about working online. They think that it's not going to be quite as good or that they're going to have technical problems. Um, but all these things can be overcome. And actually, there have been studies done to show that online therapy is equally as helpful as in-person therapy. So I, I really enjoy it. And as I say, that's that's how I work with people at the moment is online only but it's great because it means that i can work with people from anywhere mm. in the world um or anywhere around ireland you know as well as just here in, in kerry uh so i'm really enjoying it so yeah uh, the easiest way to contact me if anybody would like to is hypnotherapyireland.net and my phone number and 
uh, contact details are oh, all excellent. there. Excellent. And I'm glad that you mentioned about online therapy because people would would have been somewhat reticent about, you know, going to mm. therapy. Well, yeah. can I do this online? You know, I never thought yes. about that. Yes. But as you say, you yeah. know, there are studies uh, and have, you know, proven and shown that online therapy is just as effective, if not even better. Absolutely. And I mean, think of the benefits from the point of view of the time it might take Uh to travel to an office, the cost it might, that 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 might be, Um, you know, sometimes people feel quite anxious, even sometimes about, you know, doing something new, going somewhere, perhaps on public transport, or, you know, even leaving the house. So to be able to just sit in front of your laptop, um, uh, you know, with just with your the camera, the equipment that you already have on your laptop or even your phone, and to talk to a therapist and to do good work between you like that, I think is very, very helpful for people. And also since the lockdown, you know, people have got used to being on uh, platforms like Zoom, where a lot of people would have found it intimidating and daunting before now because they've wanted to talk to their relatives and they haven't been able to travel an awful lot more people are now using zoom and 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 those similar platforms and so most people would feel reasonably comfortable online um you know and and working and talking with people like that now um just give us the contact details for eaph how can how can a anyone out there who's interested in content Finding out more information about hypnotherapy, hypnotherapists, uh, and EAPH, what what should they do? Yeah, well, they should just simply key into Google or their their search engine EAPH.ie, and that will take take them to our website. And there's a page explaining a little bit more about hypnotherapy and hypnosis. There is, of course, our full uh, website directory of therapists all around the country that they can ring. My own contact details are on the website as well if they have any queries, if anybody's very welcome to to ring me anytime about anything to do with hypnotherapy. Um, And also, if there are any, say, newly qualified hypnotherapists who might happen to be listening to this, um, we're always very open to new members and and we welcome new members with open arms, uh, provided that they are, of course, properly qualified. Um, And, you know, we we would check all their documentation. Mm -hmm. So the best place, certainly for prospective clients to find out about hypnotherapy would be to visit eaph.ie. So that's wonderful. Was there anything else you needed to say at this juncture? Okay. No, I don't think Mm -hmm. so, Aidan. You've been very (laughs) kind and you've been very thorough um, with your questions. And I I want to thank you again for, um, you know, starting up this podcast. And I hope that we can can get plenty of guests on and that it will be a useful resource for, uh, for the public in general and certainly for people thinking about you know using hypnotherapy to help them to make their positive changes Wonderful. that's uh, that was uh, helen ryle the chairperson of the european association of professional hypnotherapists thank you helen thank you aiden you know you want to make positive beneficial change in your life and yet you may not have the know-how just allow yourself to discover how you too can begin to harness the power of your mind to start that change process now and immediately reap the benefits through ethical hypnotherapy. 